Welcome to The Climb! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. Why? Because leverage is what you're going to need to get ahead as a songwriter. Leverage is what you're going to need as an indie artist to get the booking agency, to get the record deal, to get the management. They're going to want to see that you know what you're doing and you have a track record. The age of the big, big businesses developing raw talent is pretty much over. You gotta get, you gotta get on your own train and make it happen, which is a good thing, but also means you got a little bit more work to do up front. That's why we called it the climb. C-L-I-M-B, creating leverage in the music business. See what we did there? See what we did? I saw what you did. See what we did? That is a Baxter name, and that is from my good friend and my co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter, who happens to be an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Annabellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And Brent also helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you can write like a pro, do business like a pro, and then... On the regular, through his different programs, he connects you to the pros. You can find out where you're at, be a fly on the wall. You can actively participate and learn that you've got to raise up the bar or get in there and start making some relationships. You can find Brent very easily on songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. Daredevil has created over 25 national TV opportunities for their indie artist by making them discoverable. They've also created multiple tour opportunities and through the power of digital marketing data, they've attracted a number of investors for their artists. The investors like those numbers because the numbers don't lie. You can find Johnny at daredevilproduction.com. That's production singular with no S. There is no S because there is no other Johnny D. Hey buddy, how you doing? Man, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I hear we got a bunch of questions from a guy with a terrible first name. Uh, come, <laughs> coming right. at you today and I don't know what the hell his mama was thinking but uh, this know. is from uh, Uncle Brent in the no stone okay and uh, actually this is another one of the uh, submissions here from the pick Johnny's brain mini series that I just thought wasn't ever going to actually happen in a 15 minute kind of a thing so it deserved a, a full episode and John, I, you can barely tell me what time it is in less than 15 minutes let's be honest <laughs> that's true I want to tell you how the <laughs> clock works with the history behind the the clock right. working is oh my gosh i was at the show one time had this clock work. and it was cinderella it was 1989 <laughs> and it was awesome with about a thousand yeah with about a thousand tangents along the way just to, <laughs> if you're paying attention <laughs> i'm just gonna read this email real quick and then we'll take care of a little business but man i think these are questions that number one every single solitary indie artist has got going through their head and so this is gonna be really valuable and number two there's at least three of these are on the regular, the biggest mistakes I see, even with indie artists who have like, you know, money behind them, whether mm -hmm. it's, you know, mom and dad, or whether it's like an outside investor, like these are the regular mistakes that they make. And so I'm really kind of glad that Brent, that you sent these in buddy. So here it is. It says, good morning. My question is, what is the best way to market an album or single release? For example, you're releasing Friday, October 18th. When do you tease the album art? When do you make the release announcement? When do you tease the first single or video? When do you schedule a release party? When do you begin Facebook album release advertising? Do you use Spotify advertising? If yes, when do you begin? Should you change social media headers to promote album release? If yes, when? When do you schedule TV appearances? When do you schedule interviews and album 
reviews. LOL, not all questions, but it's a starting point. <laughs> These are not all his questions, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, I, man. He is leaving no stone unturned when it comes oh, to his. Oh, I see what you did there. See? That's good. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, there you go. We're going to get to each one of those questions here in this episode, guys. But first, just want to let you know that it is a digital world out there. And it's still an important role that you have for physical media in today's independent musician. So don't let the CD sales statistics or vinyl sales statistics throw you. These are the things that are going to get you revenue and make it happen, especially when it comes to live shows. Digital royalty payments are so small that selling products like CD, vinyl, T-shirts, hats, USBs, at gigs, this is not a, just an important income generator. It's like it's mission critical income generator if you're going to make it to the next town. That's right. Knock, knock. Who's there? Math. Hi, Math. Hi. Are you here to blow my delusion? <laughs> yes, I am here to rock your world. Okay, so. I want to hold on to my cognitive bias. I am Math. I do not care about your wants and your feelings. <laughs> 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 so that's so true. Anyway, so math says that for it takes a lot of streams, right? So you're out there, you're hustling, you're making, you're getting some people to go to your Spotify, you check your Spotify stuff, and you're like, all right, I got 3,000 streams. And you check the actual check, you check the check, and you realized I could have made that from selling one CD at a show because that's apparently the math is it takes about 3,000 streams to equal one CD sale at your show. So that's a lot of streams. That's great. Welcome them. But you're literally leaving money on the table if you don't have merch on the table. So our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your disc and your other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even T-shirts. And you can find them online at www.discmakers.com or you can give them a call at 800-468-9353. That's 800-468-9353. Hey, and if you haven't joined the Climb community, please do so. We welcome you to come on in. This is a great online Facebook community of singers, songwriters, indie artists, musicians, and it's very, very active. Like every single solitary day, there's stuff going on. This is not one of those kind of ghost towns. You have to ask to be let in, but we let everybody in. It's absolutely inclusive. We just, we're prejudiced against one thing, jerk off. So if you're a jerk off, you will be roadhouse. Okay. Don't we don't spam, care what color jam. your skin is, what your sexual orientation is, like where, where you hail from, what language you speak. We don't care if you're a jerk, you're gone. <laughs> that's right. We don't spam, we jam, we don't hate, we celebrate. So That's right. That's right. That's right. Come on in there, guys. And really, you're getting, I mean, Brent and I are, are checking in there on a regular basis. You've got people asking questions, offering support, love, like, hey, ideas. Like, I tried this, I tried that. You should try this. And, oh, yeah, that's great. And lots of relationships being made. So I'm real proud of that. It's real active. Yeah, and just doing a spot check of it. About once a week, we post a co-writer connect in the community and usually on Saturdays, but it's a chance for you to raise your hand and go, hey, you know what? I'm looking for co-writers. This is what I do. This is who I'm looking for. And so I just want to share one of those with you from a climber named Matt. He says, hey, Brent and fellow climbers, I'm mostly a pop rock songwriter and producer. I'm best at melody writing, but I can also do everything needed to take a track from start to finish. LA based, happy to work online or in person if you're in the area. And then he shares a track that he's done hundred percent of his. So that's what you're welcome to do as a comment under the co-writer connect is say what you do, what you're looking for, drop a track, let us know what you do and we'll see, we'll see what happens, but that could be you. So just want to share that. So Matt, thanks for sharing that and, and good luck finding that connection. 
just just a few days ago. I mean, so this is going on all the time. I just want to press that point there. Mm-hmm. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you like to consume podcasts. We're everywhere. Make sure you subscribe and get every single episode in order. Take 30 seconds to leave a five-star rating review or leave an honest rating review if you don't think we deserve five stars. Uh, God bless you. We're going to read it on the air. We, we take our punches just as well as, as we throw them. And it's just the reality of it. We take the good with the bad, the sweet with the bitter. Mm. But we're trying to get them up over 200 by the end of the year. So if you've been thinking about it and you just haven't done it and you keep getting busy, take some time, leave that review and tell some other people that are thinking about looking at this why you spend your time here. And then finally, if you are spending time here, it's because you're getting some kind of value out of it. Share that. Put that on your social media let your friends know when you're talking to them, other musicians, other songwriters, other indie artists, hey, this is a great resource. Let them know because this podcast exists because we want you to win. And you can help us spread the love and help us reach more people. It's why we do it. Right, Brent? Mm-hmm. That is why. All right. So here we go. Back to Uncle Brent in the No Stone. Just to rapid fire these questions off again, and we're going to tackle them one by one. When do you tease album art? If you're going to release a brand new album or single, and it's coming out on, like, let's say, Friday, October 18th, which is in the past, but let's just say that it's Friday, October 18th. When do you tease the album art? Question number two, when do you make the release announcement? Question number three, when do you tease the first single or video? Question number four, when do you schedule a release party? When do you begin Facebook album release advertising? Do you use Spotify advertising? And if so, when do you begin that? Should you change social media headers to promote an album release? If yes, when? When do you schedule TV appearances? When do you schedule interviews and album reviews? First of all, there's one, the, the one question that covers all these, and we're going to dig in and get granular, believe me, but the one question that covers all these that is the biggest mistake I see is absolutely one of the answer to all of this is when you're done with the freaking record. <laughs> <laughs> And what I mean by done with the record is it's been recorded, it's been mixed, it's been mastered. You have everything ready to go, okay? Ready to go. Not beforehand. I have, I can't tell you the artists that I've had, let's talk about rescheduling the release party. They, they get done with a the record, they get all excited and they think, oh, there's a three-day weekend coming up. That's going to be the perfect time to plan my album release party and I'm going to do that then. I'm going to book that album release party. But then something goes sideways on the mixes. Something goes sideways on the mastering. You had a photo shoot for, planned for the album art and the photographer got sick. Man, until everything is in the box and you can sell it right now and you have, if you're doing vinyl, the vinyl is delivered. It's in your house. You can see it, touch it and smell it. CDs are delivered. They're in your house. You can see them, touch them, smell them. The mixes are mastered. You have the digital copies of those. The artwork, the logo's done. The artwork is done. Whenever, when everything is absolutely delivered, not when it's promised. But when it's actually in there and ready to go, then you start planning all this stuff. Okay. My Lord, that's number one. That is the number one biggest problem I run into. Don't schedule because it ain't final till what? Till it's vinyl, right? That's right. It ain't final till it's vinyl, man. You got to get it all together first. So you can plan, but don't schedule anything. 
Yeah, you can you can put goals up on the wall. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I've seen like, you know, I've worked with investors that are, and I'm not faulting them, they're taskmasters. They're, you know, well, this is what we're going to do by this time. And then, you know what? Something goes, something takes a little bit longer than we wanted it to. Like literally they're planning a release and they put the date on the goal on the board. The $20 bill is on the wall and they're still mixing the damn song. And then they come back and it's like, well, you know what? We need to do this, 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 and this. Well, we can't get back in the studio for another week. Okay, well, what's that going to do at our release time? It's going to push it back. Yeah. You know, it's going to push it back. You know why? Because it's not soup yet. We're not done. So you can't do any of these until everything is completed and finished. The artist's finished. The photographs are finished. You've got your logo. Everything is all dialed in. It's all in-house. Now you're talking about six to eight weeks. Okay. So you should be sitting on for six to eight weeks. Can some of the stuff you do with like a vague coming soon kind of thing? Yes, you can start doing so. Well, so now that you have everything, the build up to the release is six to eight weeks. Uh, and that's where some of this stuff's going to be peppered in. Right. Okay. So, and I'm going to go off on a couple little tangents here because we're talking about digital too. I'm going to come at this very strongly from a digital perspective. Now, when it comes to broadcast platforms, let's take the, let's just talk about the way it would be released. The record label would release the single to radio. If you're going to use radio promotion, then the record label will release the single to radio before the record is available for purchase because that's what's going to warm it up, right? That's what's going to heat it up. And hopefully you're getting into a rotation and you're getting lots of spins and then everybody's like salivating at the mouth to go and purchase that. I mean, the single is a commercial for the album. Yes, exactly. And not so much, it doesn't really happen anymore. I really don't kind of recommend that. Mm -hmm. So we're always trying to encourage our artists to do uh, more of a digital mindset, a digital strategy. So that just because here's the bottom line, you want to get lots of spins on your single you want to get lots of people interested in your art and the formula is exactly the same as it's always been guys it's just get the art and the artist in front of new eyeballs and let them do their thing and make sure that the eyeballs that are already aware of who you are are informed that there's something new coming out so just the method for that's changed on digital And so there's some different things you need to do. One of the things that I love doing is to kind of build up the heat for a release is to actually start doing a digital campaign, releasing content, but not the record, right? Like cover song content. Mm -hmm. If we have an artist that is a pro, that they fully understand how to be an artist and how to take any song that you throw at them, whether it be rap, hip hop, raga, jazz, uh, easy listening, rock and roll, heavy metal, death metal, you know, new wave, punk, like whatever, they can take that song and make it sound like it belonged on their record the whole time. Mm. Like they were the original writers of it, right? That is a fantastic way to begin Uh, Number one, getting new fans to come on board, getting new people aware of your brand and interested in who you are. And number two, your other fans, just to reacquaint them with you and get them excited and sort of reinvigorate the the base that you've already created. And of course, you know, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, this is a great way to make that happen. This is a service that we offer. But, you know, lots of you have done really well on your social media and growing your social media, but you forget that 
you know, if you've got 20,000 followers on Facebook, only 2% of them are seeing the content organically. The only way that they're going to see the content you post is if they visit your Facebook page. Mm -hmm. So you need to understand that. And like for me, even on your personal Facebook page, I mean, I see all the stuff my sisters post because we're commenting, we're engaging, we're liking. We do so much activity on Facebook between these accounts that Facebook knows that's somebody that I, that I want to see. And, and so they're going to automatically put their stuff into my feed because that's pleasing to me. But most of the other stuff I don't see. Right. Whatever you post. So you got to understand that. Don't be sour about it. It's just what the reality is. So now that you have everything done and you're ready to go, let's just take these one at a time here. When do you tease the album art? Uh, well, as soon as the album art is done, you can certainly put that out there. So this kind of goes hand in hand with what I was just talking about. So I'll give you an, ex an example. We're working with a group called the Nash Villains. Who uh, Did I play you that stuff, Brent? No, not yet. No. I got to play you those mixes. Yeah, you do. They're ridiculous. Like, and, and the singer in the Nash Villains, by the way, is you all know the singer because he sang on the demo that starts off the Climb podcast. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. Troy Johnson, right? Killer singer. And so what we've done is, you know, a set of cover songs. They did a Miranda Lambert cover song called, so the Nash Villains, three guys, like a vocal group, but kind of like they all sing and they all sing really well, but they're all killer songwriters and it's, we're calling dark country. So this is not something that's going to get on the radio until it becomes so popular that the radio has to put it on the radio. Mm -hmm. So the approach isn't like, Oh, I hope we get this on the radio. It's going to, they're going to have to do some damage first before very much in the vein of Florida Georgia line. Right? Yeah. Not as far as music, but as far as approach, they right, just right. sold a hundred thousand downloads of, their EP or whatever before they ever got on the radio and that's what helped them launch. Yeah. So dark, dark country, they describe it as sort of like dark side of the moon. If you can imagine like the space and the vibe of dark side of the moon meets country music. Cool. It's really cool. And it's some edgy kind of outlawish type structure and themes and stuff. This is really cool. Uh, and of course, you know, I mean, Brett Boyette is one of the major songwriters in that group. They're all major songwriters, but he's one third of that. I mean, he, he used to be the music supervisor at Everybody Loves Raymond, the TV show back in the day. He wrote and produced the soundtrack for the feature film Forever Your Girl last year. So he, these guys, all three know what they're doing. Okay. Okay. So here we have all this great content. We know the content's great. Okay. But we need to get, that's a brand new brand name, the Nash Villains. Nobody knows who they are. Nobody knows what that means. Nobody is connecting any dots because there's no dots to connect until right. we create that. So when do you tease your album art? Well, we're pushing out the, we had them do a cover song of, like I said, Miranda Lambert's Kerosene, which was an interesting cover because they made that their own they made it sound like it was their song, right? They slowed yeah. it down. There's a lot of space in there. As a guy singing it, it's Troy singing instead of a female. So it doesn't sound carry. It sounds very, very different and very cool. And of course, we pushed that out through ads. I mean, I think that video has almost 200,000 views right now. And at the end of that is, you know, we've got an animated logo that we put together, which is like, by the way, really cool. If you're doing video content, animated logos are awesome. And if anybody's interested, like hit me up at info at daredevilproduction.com and I got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> They're killer and you'll use it forever. You know, but if you, what's an animated logo, think about every movie you go to see mm -hmm. with Pixar, 
like you got the kids with yeah. Pixar with the dancing, the little lamp that little jumps lamp. And lands on the eye, and you got the Marvel, you got the Marvel flip, you know, comic booky thing. This is Marvel Studio. There you go, stuff. and yeah. Imagine Entertainment with the water, you know, mm-hmm. and so they do all these kinds of things. And that, these are things that stick in your mind, right? And they're like little five second little pieces of content that that you can use over and over and over again. That's really really cool. I got a guy that's just crushing it for me. Anyway, so when to release the album? Art, man, like do a couple of these kinds of videos that are super compelling. We just shot them live, like in a recording studio with GoPros. This isn't big time shoot, right? This is low budget shoot. And they played it live. We, they recorded it live because they were in a recording studio. So we took that live recording. They sweetened it a little bit and just put some EQ and compression on everything and made it sound really good. And then we put together a video and put that out. Then at the end of that is the logo of the band, which is going to be on the album art, I believe. So it's that animated logo. So we're already teasing the album art, aren't we? Like, but mm-hmm. we're teasing it behind a piece of content that's very much about who the Nash villains are, but it is at the same time, it's a cover song, you know? Mm-hmm. The second cover we did was um, the same investor that works with Nash villains works with another artist that we work with as well named Ariel Belvalaire, and she's a pop rock artist like guitar player check. That's really good. And uh, so they did a duet. They did shallow from the Mm. movie stars born. So Mm. that's out there right now. I think we're at 150,000 views on that video right now. And that'll continue to go forward. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. And let me take one more step back here. So once you have everything in house and everything's done, you have to decide what your distribution is going to be and how you're going to do it. So this ended up being an issue with the Nash villains because we were going to do, we're going to go one way with the distribution. And then it turns out that we had a relationship over at Orchard and they were preferring to go with Orchard. So nothing's been done yet. We're just still talking with them, but we were going to release the Nash villains first single, which was called devil don't sleep on Halloween, which is perfect, right? It's such mm-hmm. a perfect time to do it. Just a great, it, it all makes sense. But now we don't have, we still haven't set up distribution. Okay. Yeah. 
So now it's been pushed out. It might even be next year. It's probably going to be next year. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't work this deal out with the orchard, then we're going to go back to the other way. And then once you decide who your distri- distribution is going to be, you need at least, at the very least, four weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you go through, you know, CD Baby or you go through DistroKid, and I've used all these for different artists that we've worked with, you need at least four weeks. And so you don't want to be screwing around and trying to play catch up and try to push anything with that. This is what it's going to take to get vetted on all these different platforms, right? On Spotify, on Pandora, on Deezer, on Slack, or on every single thing that exists, right? TikTok, all of the, all of the streaming platform, Apple, Amazon, blah, blah, blah. So, um, and you want to be able to set up Spotify for artists and you want to be able to be considered for an editorial playlist. And that is a, that takes time, right? So you can't, you don't want to rush it there. You got to leave yourself plenty of time. So once you decide on your distribution and then you set up the, that first question was, when do you tease the album art? This, you can start doing this whenever you want, okay? But just remember that you got to attach it to something digitally that people give a crap about, right? So with the Nash Villains, they don't know who the Nash Villains are. They don't care how good they are. Nothing, there's no brand name there. So we attached the album art, that animated logo, to a piece of content that's a cover song that they do care about, mm-hmm. right? Does that make sense? Yeah, no one cares about your album cover except for your fans. Yeah. Which and is even, nice, but that's not going to grow you. And here I got a situation where the, each of these guys individually with Scott Lindsay and with Troy Johnson and with Brett Boyette, they have like individual fans, but as none of those fans have connected the dots unless they're really close to the band that they're in the Nash Villains now. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're growing it, right? We're growing it. We're growing it. And you can be working on your digital marketing like every single time you can be working that a year 18 months two years before the release comes out so don't sweat it if your release gets drug out you're still building more and more fans if you're doing your content strategy right and you're putting this kind of stuff up so the next question when do you make the release announcement you don't make the release announcement until you have the distribution and and then you decide on your distribution what day it is that you're going to release it and that's four weeks out at least four weeks out, right? So, and then once you have that set in stone with your digital distributor and you've got your artwork up now, before you choose the digital distributor, you got to have the artwork, you got to have the lyrics put up there. You want your lyric, lyric X-ray or lyric, I forget what it's called, but there's- Lyric Genius? No, it's, it's oh. another site. It's called, I think it's called Lyric X-ray or Lyric, Music Lyric X or something. I'll put the link on this show, but that's where you- not only put your lyrics on the distributor site, like let's say DistroKid, for example, that's free, I think, or maybe it's like 20 or 30 bucks or something for the year. But um, you put the lyrics in there the way they want the lyrics to be. That's going to ensure that it's going to show up like on Amazon and, and there's going to be places where people can find it. But the other place, make sure you're going to get paid for them if people go and visit it, right? Like the, it's another revenue stream that you're not aware of. Cool. And so when do you tease the first single or video? Ah, so here's, here's something else now. So the first single, you don't really want to tease the first single until number one, it's been completed. Number two, it's going to, you have a time for it to be distributed and you have all the artwork and it's all been mixed and mastered. And if you're going to add a video of that too, well, that better be done and in the can before you start talking dates and putting stuff up on your distribution or socials. Right. I mean, cause, cause again, like what happens if the video goes sideways, like don't plan on it happening 
<laughs> the way you plan on it happening. <laughs> the way you plan on it happening. Like, right. I promise you, something's going to go sideways, you know? And so, especially for those people who, I mean, most people I think probably listen to this aren't going to use like a pro video company and there's all kinds of potholes there, but you're going to use you know, your brother's dog walker's cousin's fourth friend from high school who's got a video company now is going to help you out because they're super interested in doing this, but you know, you're, it's going to be a mess, right? You'll get it done and maybe it'll be great, but it's still, it ain't going to happen exactly on time because that doesn't, you know, just because they're good shooting videos doesn't mean they know how to run a business. Mm -hmm. And that's not a rip. That's just a reality, right? So just know that. So, so there's a video involved. You got to make sure that video is put together too, but you tease them when you have a date to drop them and they're done and they're completed and everybody's happy. When do you schedule the release party? Well, if the music's done and you can, and you got product to sell, it depends on what the release party's for. You know, if the release party's for consumers, then it's a, again, you better have all the product in house and you and have something to sell and something to release. So I would do that the day of, or anytime after it comes out on digital. However, with the Nash Villains, we're doing a release party, but it's not so much for consumers as much as it is for industry. Mm-hmm. So that's a little different, right? So we're going to have booking agents there and some other people and some publishers there and maybe a label there. So it's more like even like a kind of like a showcase than a release party. And I mean, we got Elise Gaffin coming out to shoot it. Like she's an amazing live photographer. Like we got some, the ducks are in a row and this band's going to kill it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's more for industry. So even though we haven't released the single yet because we're still, we went a little sideways on the distribution. That's okay. The industry can know about it in advance. Hear the music live, get links to like, a, like an industry link to SoundCloud or to, he uses some other service that Brett does. I forget what it was, but it's for their ears only kind of a thing, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when to begin Facebook album release advertising? I wouldn't, I mean, you can do pre-sales maybe a couple of weeks in advance not a bad idea. You know, you can go a little bit more if you want. It just kind of depends on how big the audience is that you have to reach. I think the bigger the audience is, the more in advance it's going to take you to reach all those people digitally, right? Yeah. Do we use Spotify advertising? Yes, we got a place that we go to for that, that we help with. When do you begin? That you can't begin until after the release date has happened and it's available on Spotify. Right. I mean, you don't want to spend money to turn somebody onto your single and then they want to they click can't. through and they can't stream it because it's not released yet. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. That, prepping them that it's coming to Spotify is coming to Spotify is not super helpful because they just want to click on it now. You're just going to make me mad or I'll forget about it. And isn't that what an ad is? Like an ad is about turning you onto something that makes you go, oh, wow. Okay. Well, let's check it out. And then you go, and if it's not there, it's just a disappointment. Mm. So you can't do that. So keep in mind, we're talking, okay, so we're talking about two different horses here. There's one, the warm audience, different, right? If they know who you are, you have a following, then you can certainly do, you know, some pre-release advertising, you know, heating that up, letting them know what's going on, letting them know the day it's going to happen. Do some, even some pre-sale stuff. We did that with Nick Hickman that, that went, you know, pretty well. And I think with Nick Hickman, what we were trying to do with him on Apple Music was be number one on that particular release date. And we were like really, really smart. And we did one thing stupid. (laughs) (laughs) So we had everybody like his whole fan base. Now this is an artist that is, you know, you probably only heard about him on this podcast, but I mean, he does, he he generates over a quarter million dollars a year in tour, just touring revenue. And I'm talking about just 
like club revenue. That's not merch, right? That's mm. just like the receipts he gets from the bookings that he does. But he's out there 300 days a year making it happen. His band's on salary. Like they're, you know, he's a working artist. And so we did a couple video advertisements to, to incentivize people to pre-buy the, the single, right? To, mm. what is that? Pre-order. Pre-order, pre-order yeah. So, so drop on release day. Right. And we actually did something where we incentivized people. We got, cause he had an advertising budget. So he wants, he wants the number one, mm. right. On that release date, he wants to be number one because that would mean something because if we're choosing a date that nobody else is kind of releasing stuff on, then like a darker Friday, then mm. this could be like a really good idea and it wouldn't take a whole lot to get mm. to number one. Right. So one of the things we did just a little trick was we purchased like $5 gift cards and we gave the codes. So, Hey, you're a fan. We want you to help us get to number one. If you DM me, I'm going to shoot you a code and you can go and download it and it doesn't cost you anything. Like I'm going to pay for your download. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you can, but we want that pre-order to happen because the pre-orders, you can stack them up for a month or two before the release date comes out. And then they all drop on that one day. Yeah. Right. So if you have 700, 1,000, 1,500, you're going to, you're going to rank. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was the idea. So we had everything all dialed in except for the freaking ACAs, ACMs. <laughs> oh, that's right. So they were, they were the prior Sunday and they all, all the live crap from the ACMs came out that same Friday. And we're like, Oh, and so he actually ranked number 16, but everybody in front of him were major label artists from the ACMs country. Mm-hmm. So you can see that it worked pretty well, but. Except for that one. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? <laughs> right. So, so yeah. with that kind of a thing, for so the pre-release, you can do that. And you can, you know, do Facebook release advertising for, I mean, you can do that. You can begin Facebook release advertising when you have a release date, but you can begin you know, sort of advertising for the release, like different thing, like just blowing up the, you know, heating up the brand, heating up the excitement with these cover songs. You can be doing that even before you have a release time. Just yeah. you can say, hey, look for our new release coming in the spring or something without a date, right? Mm-hmm. Just, just be careful with that. So should you, this is huge. Should you change social media, social media headers to promote album release? Absolutely, every single that you release, you need to change the social media headers. Do you know that that's in the Spotify algorithm? I did not. It's in the Spotify algorithm. If you put a new release out and all the headers aren't changed across your social media, then they know there's a disconnect. It's, it's not pro. Because hmm. nobody pro would do that right? That's like to Spotify. That's like saying, if you're a NASCAR driver, can you race on old tires? <laughs> you know, no. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, no, 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 no. Of course you're going to change all those headers and they need to be across everything across. And it's a lot of work, man, but across Facebook, across Instagram, across Twitter, YouTube, and make sure your headers right on bands in town, all these different places that you use, you want to make sure that, that, that you're doing the gamut. And then it looks like, it, like you're a pro outfit and that matters to Spotify in your ranking. Okay. Just mm-hmm. FYI. The other thing that matters that I'm just going to throw in here on top of this is as far as uh, Spotify and what matters is 
it's not even so much the streams as much as it is the save rate, right? Like before the amount of streams, Spotify algorithm ranks like the save rate, the skips, and the all the way playthroughs before the complete spins, before the, the amount. So your save rate matters. And so a save rate is like when somebody likes that single and when somebody saves that single to a playlist. So you can use a great little app that here's a little value bomb right here for those of you. It's called Record It. And it is just like that record and space it with an exclamation point. It looks like it's a red app with a little like sort of circle camera looking thing. And that will record if you've ever used like software that can record like what your mouse does, like what you're looking at on a screen for like a video webinar Mm -hmm. or something like it does that on your phone though. So that you can show people. So it does, it, it lets you record two things. Number one, you can go click on Spotify, click on your song, click on, the three dots so that you can show how to like it and then how to save it to a playlist. And you can go through those motions and then it takes that video that you just recorded and allows you to flip the camera and point it at yourself and record yourself like narrating what you got to do. And so what a great little piece of content to put out to your fan base to let them know, Hey, we're dropping we're dropping it. We just dropped today. This is what we want everybody to do. Make sure you save it to a playlist and make sure you like it. And it shows them how to do it. And you can manipulate your save rate that way. Like just by telling people how to do it and getting them to go through with it. So cool thing. And that matters to Spotify and that can help boost like your next release, right? Very cool. I get an editorial playlist. When do you schedule TV appearances? After the song is out, after the release is out so that there's something to sell. You, nobody goes on TV. Have you ever noticed that on, on every single talk show, whether it's Jimmy Fallon, you know, David Letterman back in the day, Johnny Carson, or in the morning when a new movie comes out, like Stars Born came out a while back, like in June, right? And so all of a sudden Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, yeah. They're on all the late night talk shows in New mm-hmm. York. And then the next day they're on all the morning talk shows, right? They're on Good Morning America They're on that are based in New York. And then they go out to LA. And then they're on all the late night talk shows out there. And then they're on all the morning shows. Then they're on mm-hmm. Ellen. And they're on, you can start to notice like the geographical trends here. They try not to shoot them back and forth across the country as much as possible because it's a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. But they're on all the shows. And what are they doing? Hey, our movie is coming out yeah. this week. And they're trying to get that big number there. So you don't do the TV appearances until everything's about to happen. In the case of music, don't do it until after it's out, right? Unless you've got a bigger brand name, that might be different. But I mean, really, you just want people to go and consume it right then and there and get turned on to it. Yeah. And then interviews and album releases, interviews, that's PR stuff. And you don't do interviews you know, unless you have a brand name and people are excited, uh, you have a, a large enough group of people that are excited about a forthcoming release. Uh, if you're a brand new artist, you're doing interviews afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. When it's released. So that in that outlet, that media outlet that you're on, whatever that media outlet is, whatever magazine, online magazine that is, there's going to be a link to go consume the product. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what you want. And album reviews, you know, same thing. You want to put them out there and, and get those happy. You, you can do those in advance because the album review then can be timed with when the song releases. That's an industry thing. Mm-hmm. So you can do those in advance, but the but you're not going to schedule any interviews until afterwards unless, you know, you're freaking Van Halen or something. And everybody <laughs> right. Like, oh, right. So there you go. Any questions, Brent? 
No, my uh, that's something I have to listen to again. <laughs> it's a lot. There's a right? lot of stuff. There's a fire hydrant. Let me dry off a little bit. You got a towel? Yeah, dry sorry off a little bit. My hair's wet. <laughs> but anyway, guys, I mean, the big thing is everything has got to be together before mm-hmm. you put the train on the tracks. If it's so, all not done and ready to go, you're just asking for a headache. Yeah, big thing. Do not wait until your record is done to promote your artist brand, right? Yes. Build your fan base yesterday. All right. Next best yeah. time is today. That's right. But don't reveal, don't set dates for album release, all that stuff until you have the project and you know what is done. And every part of it's done. If there's a video that goes with it mm-hmm. and you get delays on the video, man, until that video is done and ready to go, you do not set a release date until it's ready. Because you don't want to end up doing a subpar video just to support a release date that you never should have set until everything was done. And then it comes out looking second rate when just because you set a release date and something went sideways. Yeah. And how about even if it comes out looking great, do you need the, you know, the stress? The stress. And you're going to piss people off. You're going to, you know, sever relationships or strain relationships because, mm-hmm. yeah, because you're asking them to do something that they shouldn't have to do. Because you know what? Here's one of the biggest business lessons I learned. Your emergency is not my emergency. Exactly. Right? Sorry. And don't be that guy. I mean, you know, like we have some killer relationships in town, but like for mixes, like I'm not going to mention names, but like big major label mixing guys Mm -hmm. that charge a bloody fortune that we get for pennies on the dollar. Why? Because it's no BS, right? They give Mm -hmm. us the invoice, they get paid right away. It's no crap. It's just right there. You're not calling them up going, I don't care if you're supposed to be mixing this thing for Lady Annabelle. I need this. I set this date three months ago and something went squirrely. That's not your fault. Exactly. And now I'm leaning on you. Can you please? And now you're a problem. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, you want, you want to have a pleasant experience with these business relationships that you created with all these people going to help you do this so that you're not crawling up their butt and becoming a pain in the keister. You know, and you just want a pleasant experience and that shows that you know what's going on. There's no need to start pushing a product yet that you don't have completed yet. I get that you're excited. I get that you're, you're enthusiastic and that's awesome. But man, you're shooting yourself in the foot and it's unprofessional to do it until it's all in the can. Everything's got to be in the can. Okay. Now, once it's all in the can, now we're six to eight weeks out. Mm-hmm. Right? And don't worry about the $20 bill you put on the wall. I love goals. I love putting that up there. I love sticking to them. It's like you being, you know, four foot five and saying, uh, my goal is to be a major league basketball player. <laughs> like that's not going to happen. It's yeah. an unreasonable goal until everything is in the can. So don't let your goal setting and your type A personality get in the way of your relationships and the quality of your work and your overall peaceful soul (laughs) because you're doing that. But anyway, guys, so that's, uh, that's all I had to say about that. Hey, listen, we are available for consultations on this stuff. A lot of people, I mean, this is sort of basic stuff that we're talking about on the podcast because we got to reach the widest possible audience. And we throw, Brent and I throw a lot of specificity in there with our personal businesses and our personal lives to make points and stuff and get some of that. But it's not, what's really important is what about you, right? What are you going to do? So reach out for a consultation, go to info at daredevilproduction.com, put consultation in the subject line and we'll get something on the books and let you know. And it's, life is so much better when you have number one, a plan and a plan and a step. Not only a plan of what you want to do, but you have an action plan on exactly how to do it. 
And what comes first, what comes second, you're making that release happen and doing it the right way. Let us help you. Yes, we charge for it. It's my time. But it's an education that nobody can ever take away from you, right? That's right. <laughs> And once again, if you haven't done it already, download the free PDF, the informational PDF, uh, 21 Biggest Reasons You Don't Have More Fans. There'll be a lot of value bombs in here in this specific case that will just help you, uh, to the Brent point here, always be marketing your brand in advance of every release and constantly growing your brand that way. And this is, there's some really good techniques, tactics, strategies, secrets in there that will help you make that happen. Just go to giftfromjohnny.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y, giftfromjohnny.com, and tell me where to send it, and we'll get it to you, and, and we could be friends, right? There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, with that, we'll say see you next week here. Uh, this podcast exists because we want you to win, so keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.